0: Hello and welcome to episode 131 of the Teach On, Teach Strong podcast. And today's episode is all about how you can organize your teacher life in 10 minutes. Now, doesn't that sound appealing? Mm -hmm. So in this episode, you're going to learn a variety of different things that you can do that will only take 10 minutes, but will leave you feeling so much more organized. Sound good? Okay, let's get right into today's tips. So tip number one, is to spend 10 minutes going over your calendar for the week. Now, however you do it is fine, whether you're paper, digital, whatever. Personally, I'm all about the Google Calendar, and I have been for the past few years, because my school now puts all dates and deadlines straight on there. So it keeps me really organized, and I don't have to look things up or worry if things have changed, because it gets updated automatically. And also with Google Calendar, I can add my own personal things, like I can have my separate calendar that merges with it, but different colour, if you see what I mean. It's really cool, because that means that I can have my whole teacher life neatly together, all in one place. And it's compatible across all devices, and I have it on my phone, on my laptop, my school computer, everywhere is all unanimous. And it's just, oh, it makes such a difference. So to stay organised, I usually spend a few minutes on Sunday night just looking over my calendar for the week ahead to make sure that I know what's coming up and what deadlines I need to be prepared for, etc. It is such a powerful and underused organisational habit, honestly. So try it if you don't already, it will change your week. So just go into Monday knowing what's coming so things don't take you by surprise that will be particularly useful if you are either a new teacher or new to a school and you don't have the system and routines down. I got an email recently from a new teacher who was saying that they are struggling with what everyone else seems to be able to do naturally. So deadlines just keep popping up and they're like, I don't know, I didn't, didn't know that was coming or what do I do here? If you have this kind of strategy in place, it really helps you be more prepared. And then if you realize, oh, reports are coming up this week, I'm not entirely sure how i'm meant to do them it gives you an opportunity to find someone and ask so 10 minute calendar prepping is amazing tip two is to set yourself reminders now i kind of do this when i'm looking over my calendar as i can set reminders and alerts on google calendar that will ping up for me and remind me of things so for example say i know reports are due on thursday but once the hustle and bustle of the week begins, I know I have been prone to forget this, even though I knew it on Monday. Other things get in the way. You know what teaching is like. But when you can set a reminder, for, for example, if you've got a planning period, you can remind yourself to not waste that time talking to your colleague and actually make sure you meet the deadline. So if you know you're prone to forgetting things like that, Set yourself reminders. And that doesn't have to be digital. It can be a post it note on your desk or something like that, or a note in your bag or something, I don't know, just to remind you. However, you want to do it is cool, but it's a useful tool if you happen to be a little bit forgetful or there's just too much to remember. Let's be honest. We're holding so much in our brains as teachers. It is not surprising that even the most organized person is going to forget stuff. So help yourself out a bit. Tip three is to take 10 minutes to do a quick tidy up. So what I like to do is set aside some time at the end of the day, choose, I don't know, three of your favourite songs if you need some motivation, and just dedicate it to tidying up. Tidy in your classroom, tidy your desk, that pile that's piling up on your chair, a drawer, anything. And give yourself permission to stop once or 10 minutes up, no matter what state you've left your room in. But also give yourself permission to keep going if you feel you've built up some momentum. I've found music will definitely help do that. It just makes everything a lot more fun when you have music, doesn't it? So yeah, just the quick 10 minute tidy up will just prevent things from building up and getting out of control and ending up needing to spend like two hours to clean something because you let it go for so long. So make sure you dedicate some time to tidying up, even if it's just 10 minutes, and that will help you keep much more organized tip four is to take some time organizing the digital files on your computer or google drive for example whatever you use it is amazing how much of a shambles that they can get into especially if you're a let's just dump it on the desktop for now kind of person Mm -hmm. you know i'm talking to you (laughs) well here's a perfect opportunity to take 10 minutes just to start cleaning them out and tidying things up a bit your future self will thank you. Now remember, the aim is not to have everything tidied, and everything complete and everything perfect in 10 minutes. It's just to dedicate 10 minutes to doing a task. So it doesn't matter if you don't get them all tidy and organized, that's fine. Just spend 10 minutes doing it. A little bit, chip, 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 a little bit here and there, you will notice a big difference. Tip number five is to do some decluttering. And if you can, Consider going paperless. Okay, I have talked about this in previous episodes, and in a bit, I'll give you a few that you can go back and check out if you want to know more about this. But I have been on a mission for the past two years to go paperless as much as is realistic. It is hard when many of my colleagues cannot part with their printing habits, and so I do keep getting shoved paper when it could easily be emailed, but that's beside the point. We all move at different rates and are comfortable with different things, and that's fine. Some schools haven't even embraced technology at all, which makes it even harder. I was visiting a school a few weeks ago, and when I said I was going to pull out my phone to take notes on a Google Doc, I may as well have said, I'm going to whip out this futuristic hologram advanced technology tool only used by NASA. You know, they were kind of like, wow. (laughs) It's very cute. But the point is, I get we're all at different stages. And so if you can't go paperless yet, or you don't want to, just take some time filing all the papers. We get a lot of papers. Or if you are going paperless, you can start scanning and shredding, which is what I do. So if you want to hear more about my journey to going paperless and how I organise that, you can check out episode 95, which is how to organise your classroom resources, and episode 126, which is how to declutter, where I mentioned them there. Okay, and finally, tip number six is to spend 10 minutes Doing a brain dump. Oh yes, this is particularly helpful if you're feeling overwhelmed with all the things floating around in your mind. But it's great to do regularly anyway. A brain dump can be a to-do list, but it can also be a brain dump of your emotions and everything you're feeling. Whatever it is that's holding space up there, just get it all out. You'll feel better, lighter and it's actually really interesting to come back to read your thoughts at a later date when you're in a different frame of mind and see what patterns you're noticing a side note last week i published a life skills teaching resource on emotional health and anxiety for students and one thing i teach students in that unit is that our thoughts control emotions and i leave my students to recognize how that happens through different scenarios But it's so true. If you think negatively about a situation, you are more likely to have negative emotional feelings about it. Not too shocking, except most of us don't live with that kind of awareness. How often do we really stop and think about what we're thinking about? We kind of just accept emotions as they are. We're just like, I'm feeling sad, and then we wallow. Well, brain dumping actually really helps you to stop and reflect on what your thought patterns are And then you can make adjustments if needed, which is ultimately gonna make you happier. So there we have it, six different ways that you can organize your life in just 10 minutes. So let's quickly recap them again for you. Tip one is a weekly calendar review. So check out your deadlines for the week, make sure you know what's coming up, any changes to the schedule, any meetings, be really clear on what's coming. Tip two, is set important reminders or use post-it notes or digital however you want to do it of key things that you want to make sure you don't forget. Give yourself a little reminder. Tip three is to tidy up a space or corner or drawer or compartment. It doesn't have to be completely finished by the end of it. Just spend 10 minutes dedicated to tidying up. Tip four is clean up your digital files computers i mean that can also tie you out if your computer is a mess you're hunting looking for things and that can really tie you out and make you feel really disorganized again the aim is not to have everything perfect in 10 minutes it's just to dedicate 10 minutes to it and eventually you will get there tip five is to declutter all the paper oh the paper why so much paper it's insane but anyway uh, it can mount up because filing takes a long time And so we kind of just let it pile up. Well, I do anyway, I don't know about you, but I let mine pile up in a tray until I look at it and I'm like, I can't bear that that paper has grown so tall and then I do something about it. Whereas if you dedicate 10 minutes here and there, it doesn't matter if you don't get through all the pile, if you just get through a few, that's fine. Just do what you can in 10 minutes and it kind of just keeps you on top of everything. And then tip six is the brain dump. Get down all the things out of your head that you are carrying there whether that's to-do list or even just emotions. If things are getting a little bit too much, write it down, come back and review it later, and you can look at it with fresh eyes. Sometimes you think, wow, I was being really dramatic in that scenario. And that kind of helps you see things clearly because sometimes our emotions can control us and it doesn't have to be like that. Also, if you're interested in the emotional health and anxiety resource that I use for my students, I will link that in the show notes for you as well if you want to check it out. You can find the link to that and all the previous episodes I mentioned earlier by going to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 131. Also, if you're interested in joining the Teach On, Teach On Close Facebook group or getting a weekly email from me with goodies and updates on my teacher life and all these things I've got going on behind the scenes, you can find all the links to those in the link I gave you earlier as well. And finally, as always thank you for listening and if you've been sharing this podcast I know a few of you have been telling me that you have and I'm very grateful thank you for all you do that's really kind of you and that really helps grow our movement and grow our community and just help more teachers which is the main goal of this podcast and I love how we're working together to help each other out that's amazing community that we're building and it's thanks to you if you're curious about next week's episode next week is all about why you should be holding a teacher-CEO meeting with yourself. Interesting. This one is not something I've heard anyone talk about before, but it's something I started doing and it has changed my practice and my overall wellness. So be sure to listen to that one. I think you're going to find that really useful. Until then, teach on Teach Strong and I will catch you next time. Bye.